Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by betonline.ag. I'm Yola Gazzo. I'm joined by my brother, John Webb, today. So a uh, couple things to talk about today, John Webb. Um, Rajan Rondo, uh, he has returned. It's the return of Rajan Rondo and he's back uh, on the Lakers squad. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, news that came out today about our new big man, DeAndre Jordan. So yeah. we'll, we'll react to a little more about that later uh, after the break. But let's go ahead and talk about Rajan Rondo. He's returned. Uh, he's already had his introductory introductory um, press conference. And yeah, I mean, basically what happened he was he was with the Clippers, um, got traded to the Grizzlies, then got bought out, and now... Um, he signed the vet minimum with the Lakers. Um, by the way, John, I'm like Rondo, like this is less than a year ago that he was with us <laughs> and he was killing it like playoff Rondo. But, uh, since then, since we've won the championship, he's jumped around, um, to for from three other like around three other teams he's he he signed with the hawks right got traded to the clippers mm-hmm. this offseason got traded to memphis and then yeah basically came back to the lakers it's like it's been a weird year for him i know um, man but uh but yeah i mean let me let me get your reaction on that um uh, even like i don't i don't know if you're going to talk about his hit what he's he said on it on the in the uh, introductory uh, press conference that he had this week but uh yeah let me get your reaction i mean rondo said all the right things but do you expect any less from him uh for a guy that's been in four teams in the last year it was it was classy right it was super classy he just wanted to to feel wanted. And last time we talked on the show, last time I hopped on the show, I tried convincing everyone that Rajon Rondo to the Lakers for a second stint was an absolutely great idea. Shortly after that, we lost Jared Dudley and I doubled down on getting Rondo back. Not because I expect playoff Rondo, you know, not because like of his play, but because of that player coach that we need on that bench, someone that can call anyone out, like whose bark 
has not only teeth, but a bite to it. Yeah, man, I think I think you're right. I, I was thinking about that um, because really, like, <laughs> after Russell Westbrook, after obviously LeBron James, these are our playmaking dudes, right? Um, after them, the two guys that would have to pick up the slack for playmaking duties would be Kendrick Nunn and THT, right? <laughs> I like I THT showed a lot that uh, mm-hmm. last year that uh, and he showed us that he could command the offense by himself, uh, but obviously with mistakes, he's still young. He has lots of room to grow, um, and. Yeah, I think I think just there's there's a lot he he still has a lot of ways to go in playmaking and shot creation that aspect of his game uh, although he's improved a lot since his rookie year. Um That's true. With none, he's a he's a score first guard. Like honestly, he's a score first guard. Guard. Um he's out there get trying to get buckets. Um and so, you know, giving him that playmaking duty um, right after Russell Westbrook, it's really outside of outside of his zone, um, and you know it, it, he's going to have to learn, and it's going to be a learning cur- curve for him. Even though I know he's sort of done that with with the with the Miami Heat um, with, with when it, when he was there, so I think Rondo was a perfect move because uh, first off, I think uh, this will because you know I think Rondo will provide some sort of like like you said like mentorship for THT and for Kendrick Nunn to sort of help them learn that aspect of the game um to some extent because playmaking shot creation um you, you got to have a lot of like it's hard to learn that kind of stuff um it takes time it takes it's time. It's a process. It's a process, right? Right, and and like Rondo, when I when I think of Rondo, like his IQ, right? He has incredible basketball IQ, like none other, um, comparable to even LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just think like you you were saying, like he he he, I think he's going to be a really great leader for THT, for Kendrick Nunn. Um, and you know what, like, now that I think about it, like, uh, like even in the postseason, if we, when we get to the postseason next year, I think we might even see more Rondo out there just because of his reliability and, and the trust factor, right? Like LeBron and AD trust, likely trust them more than having THT and none out there, uh, as a backup to, to sort of create for, for them. But we never know, right? Maybe THT. Kendrick Nunn will will um, take a big step, right, mm-hmm. this season and show us that uh, they can handle it on their own. And maybe maybe that's because Rondo's there with them to to help them and, and guide them. Yeah, I, see, I'm I'm in the mindset that we didn't sign Rondo so much for his play. We didn't sign him for what he may or can still deliver on the court so much as a, what he can offer off the floor on the bench it's a presence thing for me a calming presence almost um there is still playoff rondo right i know he hates that that nickname given to him but it's a thing 
when oh, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah, when it's when it's time to win a championship, he shows up. He shows up. So having that calming presence, having that respectable figure on the bench with those guys, like you mentioned, THT none, um, it's going to be great. But even with all that, I think what Rondo alluded to a year ago and you alluded to just now still applies. Provided the Lakers are healthy, there's no team that can compete with the Lakers IQ for seven games straight with LeBron and Rondo in that team. There's just isn't. I mean, it's, it's insane. I, and I, I, I really like that Rondo move. Um, and I know you were talking a little bit about, um, you know, him, him being more of that, that uh, uh, role player, like the Jared Dudley, right? The coaching kind of uh, aspect of it and that sort of, the locker room presence guy, right? Kind of thing. But I, I don't know. For me, I think, I think I might, we might even see like Rajon Rondo out there uh, in the regular season more than we, we would expect. Um, just because I think AD likes him too much. Um, just was the time with the Pelicans. Uh, we heard this week, right? That he was reportedly frustrated with Dennis Schroeder. Um, for not getting him enough lobs uh, all season long. Well, Dennis uh, can't pass. I've said no, that before. Right. So, like, having someone like Rondo back, um, I think I think this, is, this might be, I mean, already having Russell Westbrook, right? And then having uh Rondo here as well. I think AD's going to have a big year. I mean, this is an the impact I think that Rondo could have in the Lakers is that AD could have a big year. Could return to form uh, that uh, he was uh when he was in the bubble. I mean, uh you think about you know co- coming out of uh, uh talking about uh Rondo real quick, just uh putting that aside like Russ Russell Westbrook, right? This guy who was the guy who made Guys like former Laker Lake uh, uh, Mo Wagner um, and guys like Stephen Adams have career years um, because he could lob it to them. He 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 could desist and, and give him that sort of thing. Uh, and then adding Rajon Rondo, who could do the same thing to some extent, uh, even better than what Russell Westbrook could do in in in, in terms of playmaking and shot creation big thing so i I don't know i don't know for sure we'll see we'll see how many minutes he's getting um because you know tht signed a big contract i'm i'm sure that the lakers will try to focus him on him and 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 get him um you know more accustomed to to being that guy coming off the bench and playmaking for after russell westbrook for sure for sure i think what this is going to do is just create uh, a place for THT to learn from all aspects, right? You, you now have LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Rajon Rondo on the same team. Think about the facilitating that's going on. It's, it's going to be wild. It's, it, I feel like THT's game is going to have another leap this year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're both agreed. 
we like the move to get bring back Rajon Rondo. Um, and he's switching to number four to Caruso's number. So I, I don't know how I feel about that. I think Baysmore should have given up the number nine. Um, but uh, because that's Rondo's number, number nine, it's going to be weird to see Rondo in number four, Caruso's number, because Caruso sh- should have, I mean, his jersey should have been retired or no, you know, like <laughs> saved to be retired. Nah, Building a statue already. Um, All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break, though. And when we come back, we'll talk about DJ DeAndre Jordan um, and uh, react to that. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon. I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player and Laker legend Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was reading this press release about how he started taking a pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what's really helped him bounce back. He even said, quote, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out. I always need energy to level up, close quote. I couldn't agree more with Lamar. And after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match i think it's safe to say that balance seven is working out for him cool thing is that we've got a promotion running with balance seven right now where if you go to their website balance seven.com and use promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v at checkout you'll receive a free four ounce bottle of my smooth skin with any purchase of balance seven products that product retails at $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to balance7.com and use promo code BLEAVE at checkout to get in on this promotion. If it worked for him, I'm sure it can work for you. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with my brother, John Webb. Um, and yeah, let's talk about DeAndre Jordan. He today, uh, it was reported that, uh, DJ is expected to sign a one year, 2.6 million deal, the vet minimum with the Lakers after he clears waivers. Um, for those who don't know, he was traded from the Nets to the Pistons and then the Pistons bought him out a couple hours later. Um, so, I mean, I think it was a good trade for, obviously, the Nets. I think they, they got some benefits from that, clearing up cap space um, and giving, uh, you know, I think the report was he, that they would get uh, an opportunity to use an MLE um, and they've, they're saving some tax some taxes there. But uh, I don't know what the Pistons are doing. <laughs> Why would they trade? But whatever, I mean, the... It would have been the same. I think the Lakers were going to sign DeAndre Jordan, whether they were bought out with the Nets or any other team. But, uh, but yeah, let, let me get your reaction to to him um, joining the Lakers squad again. I talked the last show we were on together about DJ, and now it's a great move for the Lakers redundancy wise. I think bringing DeAndre to the fold gives us that one-two punch at the center we enjoyed in 2019-2020 with Dwight and Vale. It's almost the same dynamic, and you have two guys that have vertical spacing capabilities. 
you know, averaging a block a game and over half a dozen rebounds. That's the type of prototype center that we need. They, they already have a solid field goal percentage, but pair them up with a playmaker and the ones that are deadly, absolutely deadly in a pick and roll. I mean, any team that goes against the Lakers, good luck. Yeah, dude. I, 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 I you know, I, I'm, a st- I'm a little bit, I'm a wait and see kind of guy. I think that's that's my reaction to to DeAndre Jordan, um, just because um, I, I like initially I think I like the move, but I want to wait and see what happens because um, sure he like he posted twenty one minutes per game last season, showing that you know he he still has it in him to to play NBA games. Um, he's played. Longevity. Right, right, and uh, he's he was in the starting lineup. He was in the rotation. Um, I think, but that kind of sort of dipped during the latter uh, later stages of of, uh, of last season, is and particularly like the postseason, um, because he he didn't feature at all in the in the final sixteen regular season games and the postseason games for the Nets at all. So um, I think that's a concern but maybe that was because of the roster construction of the nets and what they wanted to sort of build um and kind of leaning more into that small ball kind of play with the uh, with uh steve nash and his his coaching staff uh, so we'll see i mean that's why i'm saying well i want to wait and see i like the the vet minimum i obviously wouldn't pay more than that for for this um and i like that we are going back to that Dwight and JaVale uh, sort of uh, strategy. Although um, I don't know who has more jump today, JaVale or, or DeAndre Jordan. I guess we'll, we'll have to see um, <laughs> what, what happens there. But what, what, what do you think sort of, um, we've talked about JaVale and, 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 and Dwight going back to that with DeAndre and Dwight. Um, going back to that identity where we dunked on everybody in 2019-2020, right? We The Lakers tried to pummel you to death, basically, with the constant attack at the rim. I think that was the plan. I mean, I don't know how many times we saw lobs um, and attacking the rim uh, that, that year. I mean, um, and it looks like, I think with this move, like we've been saying, I think that's uh, it's it's a signal to, that we're returning there, but let me ask you about Marcusel. What does right. this signal for him? I mean, it, we don't know what he's gonna do, right? Maybe Rob does, but I think having a guy like Marcusel is gonna be beneficial. If he decides to stay, it's gonna be beneficial. If he leaves, then we have that redundancy at center. So for us. For Rob Polinka, this was the right move because we don't know what Mark's going to do. Um, but Ioa, think about this, right? Dwight Howard averaged a field goal percentage of 73% in 2019 with us, with the Lakers. Then he goes to the 76ers and it drops to 59%. That's a big difference. And it's the quality of playmaking involved. Now, think about DeAndre Jordan, right? Who didn't have... James Harden 2020, but his field goal percentage was 67%. Then with Harden on the team, 76%. You see what I'm saying? It's like these two centers thrive with playmakers. And we have three of the top 10 playmakers. 
in the NBA right now on our team. Three in the top 15 all time. Like I'm saying like assist leaders all time. We have three of the top 15 right now. Players who have made careers out of passing the ball at an elite level with two centers that absolutely flourish in those environments. So I'm excited. Um, and then think about having Marc Gasol on the floor with one of these guys. <laughs> it's going to be interesting too because the playmaking IQ on Mark is off the charts as well. Yeah, those backdoor cuts, man. <laughs> absolutely. Just lob it up. He's seven foot. He could just look over other forwards. That would, I mean, we might have to do another pod thinking about, you know, who would be the contenders in the West and sort of how we sort of match up with them. We'd have to do another pod about that. Um, but I think that's it'd be interesting to see a, a Dwight and Gasol lineup. <laughs> yeah, and what's interesting is that with these three, you know, add Mark four playmakers we have on the team well really just three right three top 15 playmakers you could actually plug and play the players that we have in our roster to complement those three guys right so you could actually have a squad of you know players led by Westbrook a squad led by LeBron and a squad led by Rajon Rondo on the team and then plug and play those two playmakers wherever you want. And it's the IQ game in this team is so high right now. Yeah, man. No, I'm, I, 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 I do hope that, that Marcus all stays. Um, not only because I think he, he'll, he'll help, he'll benefit this team in terms of his playmaking, in terms of his, uh, the, the, the skill set, the different skill set that he, that he has compared to Dwight and, and DeAndre Jordan, right. And, and spacing the floor at times, maybe we'll need to have that. Um, and, uh, um, so yeah, I, I hope he does stay. We'll see what happens. I mean, there were links that he may not return even links to maybe joining European team, uh, or even other rumors out there that he might even just retire. So, We'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. I do want him to stay, like I said. Um, and uh, I think I think another thing that I do want to ask you is what does this signal to um, like acquiring DeAndre Jordan? What does this signal to, to Anthony Davis? There were reports earlier in the offseason that he would be willing to play more of the five this next season or something to that extent that he would, you know, the Lakers were, were making a push to, to do that. Listen, I think he still plays the five at the closing, right? Cause him at the five as a closer is absolutely deadly. I mean, he's let's not... hope so. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, I mean... He, that's his best position, honestly. Well, there's not a lot of centers that can keep up with Anthony Davis. Right. Not even power forwards that can keep up with Anthony Davis. So if he's healthy and he's playing to the level that we know he can play at, which he was playing last season right before he got injured, is he's gonna be it's gonna be great. And he's gonna be at a spot where he has playmakers who can recognize and put him in positions where he could absolutely, absolutely take over the game. 
I mean, I just think that adding DeAndre Jordan, I think this might signal that he might not play a lot of the five in the regular season, but like the postseason changes because you pull out your best match, your your best lineup for any given matchup that you are having, and most of the time, eighty at the five is going to be your best lineup. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come down to defense. You have Frank Vogel as the coach. You have a very defensive-minded approach. So it's going to come down to who can close the end of the games with the highest defensive efficiency. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a wait and see. That's a, to be determined because we don't have Caruso. So who's going to pick that up? There's Trevor Ariza, obviously. But uh, what about the guards? Who's gonna, we have Rajan Rondo who can guard pretty well. He's, I mean, um, so... I mean, it just remains to be seen who's that who's that closing five. I, I guess that's another podcast that we're gonna talk. We can talk about that we can have. Austin um, Reeves, man. Austin Reeves closing five. Okay. Yeah, man. Austin Reeves. <laughs> not Russ. Not Russ, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Hustle. The hustle uh, stat is so underrated. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's just throw in Mac, Mac McClung in there too. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. All right. I think that does it for t- today, guys. Um, guys, if you guys haven't ca- caught our um, player previews, uh, we have a few uh, already. Um, go check them out. They were gr- I think they were good conversations. Uh, we tried to pick um, guests who would um, who were covering the, uh, those players uh, last season. Uh, for example, we had um, guys covering the, the Miami Heat come over and, and talk about Kendrick Nunn and, and Trevor Ariza. Go check those out. I think you guys are really going to enjoy, enjoy them. Um, but yeah, I think, again, that does it for today. Guys, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcast, Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews that help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.